Hi, I'm Dean Chris. Welcome to Straight Talk on Leadership. This is what we'd like to say is the no BS zone, where we give you leadership tips, ideas, and practical suggestions to help you become a top leadership performer. Our goal is simple, help you become the best version of yourself and reach your highest potential as a leader. So set back, turn up the volume, be ready to change your life. All right, so we talked about self-image. We talked about the importance of self-image and how that will keep you, that gives you direction. And the more I'm learning about leadership, the more I'm realizing that direction is the key. If you do not know where you're going, you can never lead anybody anywhere. And you got to know where you're trying to take people. You got to know what you stand for. You got to know what the foundational components are, but you literally have to know where you're going. Cause if you don't, you will be guaranteed that you will stay 1000% where you are right now. And that cannot happen in leadership because leadership is way too complicated and it's moving fast forward. The train's leaving the station every day. It's picking up speed as it's moving out of the station and there will be a time when you just can't get on it anymore. Now let's talk about self-mentoring for a moment. Okay. And uh, this may be a good uh, time if you're, you know, take a break or for Drew, if you want to break it up into self-mentoring, this would be a good time to cut it right here to do it. But let's talk about this is part two of creating the best you as a leader. And it's the part where we talked about self-image, how important self-image is. Now I want to talk about the importance of self-mentoring and self-mentoring is the ability for you to get yourself better. Now, let me talk about mentoring first because mentoring actually comes from the book, The Odyssey, where the Odysseus was going to war and he left his son for four or five years and he actually had a slave that worked in his house called Mentor. And he actually asked his slave or, uh, to take care. The slave was also a friend and he asked the slave to raise his kid and to help his kid during those formative years of teenage years. And the slave's name was mentor. And so it actually comes from the ability to help others reach their potential and to grow them in the way in the path that they should go. And, so I want people to realize that as I travel around the country, uh, I'm not going to do this on mentoring because there are so many components to mentoring. I'm just going to do this on self-mentoring because this is a quick, fast way to get yourself better because the mentor-mentee relationship is a little more complex. I do want you to know, though, that every significant leader, every leader that I consider to be great, and every leader who has significant success that I see is always in a mentor mentee relationship, which means they are always helping someone else and they are always getting help from someone else. And what well, the reason for that is, is because you cannot get your best or be your best without someone else guiding and directing you and checking your back and your six or checking behind you to make sure your path is where you need to be. I don't care how good you are. I don't care 
you have got to find someone to help you and you have got to find someone to help. When you find someone to help, you're literally, or you're actually directing their path so that they need to go where they need to go to get better. And when someone's helping you, they're helping you direct your own path. And that is so significant because you need that as a leader. Now, what I'm going to talk about today is a thing called self-mentoring means that when you don't have that mentoring relationship, it does not mean that you cannot mentor yourself. And matter of fact, I highly recommend you mentor yourself, but do not use self-mentoring as a substitute for finding someone to help you get better or a mentor. I want to make that really clear. Self-mentoring will fill the gap, and it's really, really important. But it is not a substitute for connecting with other people and finding someone to put you and keep you on the track. No, I think that's a good good thing. I um, One of the things that you always talk about is that the higher that you go in the organization and you get to those chief executive positions, especially the self-mentoring becomes really important because it becomes part of kind of that self-healing process when something doesn't go right. How? What would you say to our chief executives out there in terms of finding someone else to mentor them um, and then when to use the self-mentoring versus um, finding that other person that can kind of serve as a mentor to them? Yeah, and that, that's a really good question. Um, self-mentoring is what you do every day. You will not have a conversation with a mentor every day. Uh, generally a, a mentor is used when you get fairly reflective or you are in a bind and you need some help or you're kind of stuck or you get a good idea and you want to run something by somebody, you know, those are generally, or you got something you want to send and you, you're not sure if you, you know, take a look. I mean, those are generally not everyday occurrences, conversations with mentoring, because one, a lot of people can't find somebody to put that much time into you and you can't put that much time into someone else. So those are not, that's why self-mentoring is so important is because you can do it every day. And I recommend self-mentoring every day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. self-mentoring is part of a thing that I call self-healing. And if you don't self-mentor, you will leave gaping wounds open in yourself and you will leave these uncertain things that you need to do and gaps you need to close and bridges you need to build. You will not do it because you'll wait on a conversation with someone else or, you know, you you need to self-mentor every day because that literally is like puts the bandaid on the cut that literally stops the bleeding. And it also keeps you on track. Remember self-image, your self-image is going to take a hit every day. Uh, I I want people to be clear about that. Uh, I guarantee you, you could have the greatest self-image in on the planet. And there is going to be a self-hit to that self-image every single day. And with social media and disappointments and all those things out there, you're going to take a hit every day and you're going to need to get yourself back on track. You got a chance too many days without self-healing or self-mentoring. One seems to lose their mojo. 
Let's take a short break from the show, and we'll be right back. Hi, Straight Talk listeners. This is Kelly Corbin. If you enjoy listening to Dean on air, how would you like to have him come and either be an instructor in a live class or be a keynote speaker at an upcoming convention that you're helping to plan? If that's the case, give me a call. You can find my number at our website, www.lhln.org, or fill out the request form on our website, and I'll reach back out to you. We look forward to working with you to grow future leaders. If you will, well, I think it, I think it contributes to cynicism too a lot. Is that they just give up, and so they develop this kind of cynical view of the world, um, which is not healthy for them or for the people they lead. No, I mean I agree. I mean you you, you tend to create this uh, paradigm of the world that's not that great when you don't self heal or self mentor. Right. So when you self mentor, there's a couple of things that. I recommend to help you self mentor is you have to self reflect. You have to take a couple of moments daily where you literally are just silent that you're not really killing yourself with all these major thoughts. And you just take time to, I would recommend five to 10 minutes where you can just sit in silence and literally let your brain rest. Uh, that this is, these are self mentoring techniques that have really worked for me is just, you know, Kelly, you, you'll hear it with me. You know, you've, we've worked together for a number of years and you, you know, when I need it, you'll, you know, I'll tell you, look, I gotta, I gotta take a few minutes just to be quiet. I gotta listen to myself here and take a few moments, you know? And so you gotta do that every day. You gotta find time to just, well, and let me just tell the audience too, he is so serious about being at his, the top of his game in the classroom that he wants that a couple of times a day, especially when he's teaching, because he likes to reflect on how things went that morning, if it's at lunchtime, or that afternoon, if it's in the late afternoon. And so you do need that time. We all do. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm some kind of new age person, but I actually find that a guided meditation works really, really well because it just clears your brain, if nothing else, to kind of just let the new stuff come in. Um, so you're not just dwelling on the past, but you're kind of setting that aside and you're allowing your brain to kind of empty out so that you can let something new come in. You know, well, you know, you know that I do this every day when I'm teaching. I, I generally yeah. don't schedule anything around lunch. Yep. And or anything right after in the afternoon, because I I am 
sitting at lunch and I will sit in the car a lot of times and just close my eyes and think about, all right, where did we go this morning? Where do I need to go? What was the reaction? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to accomplish? And I'm almost self-healing and reflecting at the same time to try to move forward. And you need that as a leader. If you don't, you're going to, you're going to blow a circuit. Yeah. So you got to self-reflect. One of the ways that I, I use what I call visual visualization. And that's what a lot of people call it is I just see myself performing at the top of my game as a way of self mentoring. So I, I literally, when we talk about self image, I literally see myself executing those things I'm trying to do. You know, in part one or the earlier part, we talked about the three people. I literally, I, I, I almost always see myself doing that. Like I find myself doing it and I say, okay, this is what that looks like. It's like, if you're a basketball player, you'd see the shot going. If you're a baseball, you'd see the ball being hit. So I find a way to self mentor by just taking a moment to see myself in that meeting where I'm executing those things that I want to execute. Like if I want this point to get across, I practice it and I see it. Right. So self-mentoring is practicing, executing, and visualizing the execution of what you're trying to accomplish. That's self-mentoring. Another thing that I use with that is I find a way to read. And I read in kind of several ways. I read first to make me better, which means that I read something that I know is going to push me to think at the next level. And then I read for fun, just something mindless to give myself kind of that break. Mm -hmm. Like I will read, uh, you know, find something, a funny story and just read it or watch a video. That's just funny. Right. I mean, that kind of creates this self mentoring where it's getting my brain this rest. And then I read for content Mm -hmm. where I'm, adding to my intellectual capital. Yeah. I okay. Hear you. So, so if, if everybody, if anybody needs to know what those are, like I'm reading something I can use later on. Whereas when I said I read to push myself to get better, that's when I will might watch a David Goggins thing, or I might watch something where I think I'm missing this point on doing this. I will read or I will watch a video to really get myself better then I watch to fill my intellectual capital. And then I just watch or read just for entertainment. So those are self-mentoning gotcha. things that sure. I, I kind of do. Now, one of the most important components of self-mentoring is to keep score. You have to keep score of how you're doing. And once you keep score, you you kind of have this moment where you say how did that go okay now how did that go and then what did we do you know how did that work out was that a productive time for me was I at my best was I not at my best why didn't I do that and I am constantly keeping score in the classroom uh, on an hourly basis at every break I'm re- I'm evaluating where I'm at score wise yeah because I know 
that if I'm behind on Monday, it's really hard to catch up Friday. So I have to catch up on Tuesday and bring everybody to where I'm trying to go, which is a lot of reasons why I do recaps in the classroom. And I do those freestyling is so that we can keep score to fill any gaps the person in the classroom might have to the material because we don't want anybody left behind. When you're keeping score, you are, you are finding who's left behind and who's not. You're finding who's ahead and who's behind. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. I use self-mentoring a way of keeping score. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's do a quick recap here. Remember our self-image is we provide direction. It's a way of motivating, creates a mojo for us that gives us the result we want. Now we talk about mentoring. We talked about, we have to take a moment where we just reflect. And then we have these moments where we see ourselves performing. We see ourselves in that meeting, or we see ourselves on that phone call or we see that thing that we're trying to accomplish, we visualize, right? And then we find a way to read because, and I read through Twitter, I read through Instagram, I read through all those things on LinkedIn, on, yeah, LinkedIn, all those things. I'm using that as a source to help mentor me. Right, right. And, and then I keep score. And so those are things with the self-mentoring that, and the self-image that are really, really important. I think that's, those are great, great tips and advice. And, you know, the keeping score has been kind of revelatory, I think, for, for me this year, just in terms of staying on track with some of the goals I have both personally and professionally. So, you, you know, and, and people may not realize this, but you and I keep score every day of where we are. We do. Yeah. I mean, and, I have my little chart in the back of my journal that I literally track every day those numbers so and, and we keep score in uh for leaders helping leaders network and our podcast and everything i mean we literally we 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 well we keep score a lot and so we do that as a way of measuring where we're at so that we don't get too far behind so and and, and it's really important for us to do this thing so all right folks i hope you've enjoyed the uh self-mentoring the self-image podcast as always at LHLN, we are always trying to help you become the best version of yourself, the best leader. In return, it helps us become the best version of ourselves and our best leader. We're excited for the future, what we got going on. We've got classes after class requests for them. Uh, we just sent uh, my third book, Leadership Recipe, to the publisher. Uh, that's going to be coming out in the fall. We really hope that you'll get a copy of that. That's a whole different type of book uh, that gives you the recipe for leadership success. I was so excited to write that one. And uh, so we just got a lot going on. And Kelly's pushing the envelope with the content in the class and pushing the envelope with the contacts and our network. And it's just been amazing to see all this happen. So Kelly, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. And folks, as we always say, you know what? Keep turning up that volume. Keep changing your life. Keep making a difference in people's lives out there. Uh, that's what we're all about. And you know what, folks? Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, I'm Dean Chris.
Thank you for listening to Straight Talk on Leadership with Dean Crisp. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can go to www.lhln.org to find upcoming classes where you can book Dean for his new class. And you can also check out his new book, Essential Leadership Lessons from the Thin Blue Line. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.